Welcome to Fargo Talks Fargo, a podcast on the FX television series Fargo. I'm Bill, and I'm here with my buddy Sharpie. That's me. Sharpie. Yeah, we talk about the TV show Fargo. We're from Fargo and blah, blah, blah. Blah. Goodness. It, you're 11 episodes in. Welcome to the hot dish. <laughs> I feel like... Um, I feel like I need to open with a correction. I was oh, whining. You're feeling a, guilty a little, already. A little bit. Well, you know, grew up Catholic here in the here in the old Fargo. Um, we we were talking about what the hell. Thirty nine minutes, eleven episodes. Turns out I'm stupid and don't remember things. Um, there's only been ten episodes on most of the seasons of Fargo. So the fact that we're getting oh, an eleven yeah. minute, possibly possibly was thirty nine minutes. I didn't didn't clock it out without the commercials, but it felt like there were some long commercial breaks. You know, there said it thanks to a couple people who sent some notes and calling me out but i can still lament a 39 minute episode i'd take 42 Mm -hmm. i've had so much hot dish over the past few days that i'm quite Mm -hmm. honestly happy to say this is our last hot dish for a while (laughs) yeah It'll be strange. It's strange. We we've done a couple. We haven't had as much time to reach out to people. We haven't talked to Maggie or any of the fun people. But we'll see what happens. I mean, if they come back for another season, Sharpie, you in? I guess we got to keep this thing going. Well, I mean, it's the only thing that holds our <laughs> our scrappy friendship together. Uh, <laughs> that is that's true. What, we certainly don't bullshit. make any money that's, on this. That's bullshit. Oh <laughs> wait, we're supposed to be making money? Okay. Anyway, let's. Let's talk about Season 4, Episode 11, Storia Americana. What's your hot dish, man? What, what's the scoop that you made you go, Mmm, I can taste the cream of mushroom soup in that. Uh, I don't know. Uh, everybody's dead, obviously. I wanted to talk about maybe the snowman slash uh, Papa Roach. <laughs> Cut my life into pieces. That's a terrible, right? Isn't that what the song they sing? He actually wrote that song, Mm. Uh, Snowman did. Well, he is a dick and messes people's lives up. That's what it's about, cutting his life into pieces. Jackass. So did he, uh, is your take that he uh, basically just attached himself to Orietta that night in Ethel Rita's room? Mm. Do you think Ethel Rita's now free from the snowman curse? I don't know. Or... I haven't got deep. I can't. I can't because say. you caught the snowman, Papa Roach, in the window right yes, before yes. Orietta was yes. killed. Right? Okay. And, and it was it was interesting because it was a, a slightly the, the angle at first was like this distorted view of herself. You know. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm 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 ex- I'm I'm welcoming watching again. And I mean, if okay, now you got me scrolling to my spots in the notes for that. Um, were you satisfied with? Well, uh, wrapping up this snowman, Papa Roach, or did you want more? I'm worried the thoughts I'm having right now. I feel like they told us something about this, and I'm, you know, I like I said, I don't need to be apologist for any of this. I just I'm saying what I think. It, and I mean, and we're not here to be like best season ever, worst season ever. I'm gonna leave that up to other people. I'm here to talk about what we see personally. Was this my favorite season? Probably not. But, um, yeah, I don't know, Sharpie. I, I don't know. I, I feel like I need to look for some other things in that. Yes, because it's, like, it's a very brief thing. Was he, has he transferred to her? Or, or are they just one? Is it the reflection? You know, because 
did you notice though that you know we talk about seeing things and the doubles and your shadow this whole season i'm thinking this on the fly right now literally on the fly you know did this before he was behind her she did not ever see him and it feels like only certain people saw him so she felt the presence Mm -hmm. um i don't know i mean so what's the point of i mean she has no lineage (laughs) Like, mm-hmm. is he, are you saying he's, he's dead with Orietta now? And yeah, that's the stink of the stink of at. the roach is gone. Can the roach be for that family is what you're saying. Yep. Because he is their own personal something and maybe not the deepest thing that I was thinking. It was just the resemblance of all of those things. I wish but I why, knew more about like supernatural lower to know how you get rid of these things like voodoo shit and mm. stuff yeah i don't know i, re- I like what you're thinking i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna think a lot about i think i think my takeaway from the hot dish will be i want to think about that quite a bit what you're saying the transference hmm. was her scream of that last episode the fact that she felt it in her life i don't know were you satisfied with the ending of milvin the and, and the asshole the, uh, the 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 politician yeah i just feel like we weren't able to get i don't know what ended up on the cutting room floor i don't know so in the end these are all the collecting of josto's failed hate you know the loose ends he wasn't cleaning up or taking care of this whole episode he decides to be a big man and take all his anger at the loss of his brother out on the people that couldn't handle in the first place because he's not, because he doesn't, he's not smart enough to, he wasn't strategic enough. But I I think in the end, (laughs) don't we just learn that crime doesn't pay? (laughs) Mm. (laughs) I mean, was, uh, you know, okay. Weird deep thoughts from the episode. My, my, my quick thoughts to think about how we can touch on this later. Okay. You know, um, Satchel, right? Mm-hmm. Shocker. We already heard a story about how dissatisfying the end of the story is in Goldilocks already this season. Mm-hmm. Now Satchel goes home and some and, and here comes Loy back to his house to find out somebody's been in his house. There's shoes. Somebody's been eating their porridge or cereal. And somebody, oh goodness, look, there's a little boy up here in this bedroom that just happens to have three beds. Um but he's there instead. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What does it mean? Does that mean we're going to get to see the end of this story? Is it happy? I don't know. Well, it's definitely not happy for Happy or Happy's cousin. And in the end, it's not happy for Loy either. No. But is it a statement about Mike Milligan that we don't always get to know the end of the story? You know, I would say, sure, finally at the very end. Sorry, spoilers. You know, it's, it's, it's episode 11. There's no spoilers. Don't listen to this. I mean, so we get to, so <laughs> don't we get listen to, to see, our podcast. <laughs> don't uh, listen to this. No, we get to see Mike Milligan, this whole reflective thing, and we saw one of the Kitchen Brothers. Yeah. And somebody might say, was that enough? I think they're just finally nodding to it, but I really still believe that we don't have to, we're not owed everything from everyone at every time. Like, I don't Do know. You think the stories whole... need to wrap up that perfectly, especially when it's deep and complex. Do you think the kid swap basically ruined Satchel's life with his father forever because once his father was killed, he he didn't show a lot of emotion. It seemed like they weren't really that connected anymore, even when they were, like, hugging it out. 
before that. I don't know. I think I seen- I love the idea that it leaves a really big opening for there to be a Fargo season five, and maybe it is the how does Mike Milligan get from where he is to Fargo? But I feel like the scene we saw, did you notice the kitchen, uh, one of the kitchens had the, the kind of looked like he'd been punched in the face recently or something? Oh, yeah. This was definitely post the death of one of the kitchen bros. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know, man. I I sent you a text, and I don't normally text you during the show very much, but I just love when Josta was pulled away. They were stomping their feet. I don't know if that's a signal of a decision, or to me, they had clearly traded him away to no one, to nothing, to death. Hmm. Do you think that was Andrew Bird whistling throughout the episode, since we know Andrew Bird is famous for whistling, or... Do you think it's Noah Hawley who's made my whistling appearances in this? I would love to get Maggie back on the show because yes, you're right. Noah loves to have little bits and pieces in there, and he's quite musical. And he has, as as we've learned through he and Maggie, that he has great taste in music, in our opinion. But um, maybe all my I mean, there's other big thoughts I had. Like we, so we saw some. I I feel like. Everybody's clicked their heels and they're back home again, sort of, right? The Smutneys have their home again. Mm-hmm. Satchel's home again. Um, we, who else was sort of home again? In a weird way, home, the idea of home was restored for, um, for even Abel, but ugh, his stuff was the most um, kind of heart-wrenching. The, the big story about where he... He basically says, you know, when you look at me, there, I, I didn't. It just went so fast. It was you don't you see you don't see, you see me, but you don't see the man behind me, and etc. And all the men that follow forever. I mean, that is some the wave, deep, endless wave, the, the endless the wave that never ends. Is I yeah. think what he said. It's that, it go. is that is just you know just when you think <laughs> Lloyd's finally gonna get get ahead, and then I, you know we're all abruptly reminded that guess what it's. Fucking 1951. Of course he's not. Of course he's not. Mm -hmm. You know. Do you think the final scene with Ethel Rita is her sitting in front of the real painting of the Moorish Kings? uh, Contemplated that. Wrote it. Wrote it down in in my notes. I wrote that down. I thought that was interesting. Or was that something she negotiated for? Mm-hmm. The painting herself, she wanted it. We don't know what all her demands completely were, do we? No, I don't know where she would be. Not that it matters. That could have been anywhere in her. It could have been anywhere. It could have been, you know. So, so I, I'm I'm happy that we came back to Ethelreda in the chair with the painting, and it really, in my mind, turns out that this feels almost like a um. A memoir slash college entrance exam essay on history and what it means to her and her family. And where is she going? I don't know. France? Is she going? I mean, I got to rewatch this. I know there's stuff we missed. There's so much scene jumping. We were at so many places. Normally, we spend like a certain amount of time in a place. And this very opening, we were were in the park. We were here. We were there. It was like, oof. So similar to the book from the tornado, what was it? Uh, History of True Crime in the Midwest, something like yes. that. Um, does it turn out then that we are actually seeing all of this through the eyes of Ethel Rita telling the story? I'm 
I, I'm questioning that. I'm wondering if even what we're seeing is her version. I don't know. Her version or parts of it are her version. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't know. I, th- I think there's a lot to think about. Cause, and I haven't, I haven't completely decided which fruits we saw. I think we saw oranges, oranges. and apples in this. Yeah. But I think there was both because I still think there's this whole apples and oranges comparison. Mm-hmm. You know, that this isn't always that. And these aren't always the same thing. And your suffering is always not mine. And you that know, could be. Oranges have been a theme throughout the canon household throughout the yes, season. Yes, but I, But at the porch scene, I was having this moment where I was like, wait, are those apples? Because there was... Yeah. Oof. Mm. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm not a little bit of a loss. I can't say whether I... I don't know if I love it or leave it kind of thing yet, and I, I definitely like it. Oh, you and I... Have, I don't think we've talked about this in the podcast, but we kind of mentioned it's on the side. Come on, it's the third time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. <laughs> say it for me, then. <laughs> Josto's got to piss. Yeah. Well, what's his problem? He's, he's diabetic, he's, and he doesn't know He's diabetic. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that, that's all there is to that. There, in 1951, well, it was very common to be diabetic and, and not. <laughs> Probably still is. Oh, it's, I just can't wait to re... I want to rewatch this. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, the the opening, I mean, even this, the music, the opening on the Johnny Cash song, um, moving into some other, you know, the music is always great. Oh, just even watching like, um, Happy's cousin sneak up behind Loy, and then that was pretty stressful. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I think there's definitely stuff we're missing here, but there was a lot of full circle somewhat things coming together. And in the end, despite all the progress, we're sort of back at square one. Somebody's going to step up to take... I'm I'm more interested in thinking about uh, Zelmer. Oh, yeah. Like, the whole shh, you know, shh, and he just stares and she just disappears. You know, what is... That's the unknown. What happens to her life now? Did, and for her to come back and to know what's going on? Here's a question. I don't know. Do you think Ethelrita was part of that? Yeah, I had a feeling Ethelrita was part of that. Or is she clean from all of this? That she was just the brains between like, hey, I'm going to help you with your little war. Here's a problematic person that I don't need in my life. Go away. You know, I, I just need my family back to, you know, I want my family whole again. No, I don't I, know, man. I definitely think Ethelreda was orchestrating some of that. I mean, all it took was a little bit of intel to Swan. Yeah. Her aunt. Pretty easy to set you, up. You know, I've kind of jokingly, and I, I don't want to get too deep down this rabbit hole, but it's just so hard not to mention. Um, I just, when, when Evel was talking about the man behind the man, I just sat there and went, wait, so has he been kind of the wizard sometimes through all of this because of his deep connection to the roots of all of it in New York? And he's been, you know, we were talking about him eyeballing from behind scenes and what's, what's he, you know, what is he really up to? Who is he with? And now I feel like we kind of know he and Joe Bulo were running a whole side game. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Either way. I feel like we have some certainty that uh, Mike Milligan is Satchel, or Mike Milligan just 
is a fan of Vargo in the fifties, <laughs> and he's yeah. just thinking about he's an episode he saw. It. He's just. He's just like, I mean, come on, we've had aliens. Episode? We oh, have had, we've had aliens. Why can't we have time travel? <laughs> just just saying. Uh, and never go to Spud's Diner. Nothing good happens there. Man, Spud's is a bummer of a place. Unfortunately, I thought for a minute I thought when I saw them all lined up, I was like, oh my god, they're gonna mow down all those Italians in Joplin's, but didn't happen. Mm-mm. But I do think it's fitting that we saw the, as I call it, the yellow brick road bus in the episode. Mm-hmm. And when we did get to see our Mike Milligan scene, they started with that yellow line down the road, and. Mm-hmm. To me, that's just saying that Satchel's still on his own. The whole whipping the gun out of the box of roses is from something, but I can't think of it right now. Everything Pretty. ever? Yeah, that could be. <laughs> <laughs> that could be very true. Oh, and yeah, well, let's talk. You know what? That's enough hot dish. We're over, you know what? It's Thanksgiving. <laughs> so of course we're so overeating right now. Of, of <laughs> course we're overeating. Well, I look forward to uh, chatting with you in a full breakdown. I'm, I'm glad. Uh, I don't know, man. I feel like this. We're somber a little bit because you know yeah. this is kind of the end for, for of this a section of us doing this, and we waited a long time to do this again, and it's been fun. But let's could be another three years. Who knows? Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait to see you then, bud. No, yeah, I'll talk to you. We'll talk later. We'll and, get uh, together then, Bill. You know, we'll right, have a good time then. Oh. I love I love you dad. We'll see you, we'll talk to you later. Good night. <laughs>